It's gonna be the sweatiest half hour ever. <laughs> I, uh, I used to live in San Francisco. Doesn't mean anything other than I didn't have a job for a long time. I love living in San Francisco though. You cannot have a job there. And all my friends were very PC. They were all very polite and they'd often ask me, they'd be like, David, <laughs> do you even have a job? <laughs> and I would respond by saying, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> and I paid my rent like that for six years. <laughs> it's a good town. I love San Francisco. I love it because it's very sexually open. I'm from a small town. I'm not used to that. I remember when I first moved to San Francisco, I was hanging out with my friend. He's like a big sex guy. I don't know what the term is. I was hanging out with my friend. And he was bragging to me, he was bragging about it. He was like, bro, fucking, it's just my thing. <laughs> Group sex, I don't know how many times. Sometimes I get super bored and only have sex with dudes. And I was like, whoa, that's cool, but crazy. <laughs> like, that's wild. That being said, it's 2019. I'm glad you go both ways with your scumbaggery. And I told him, I was like, man, I've really thought about it. I thought about it for real. And I don't think I want to have sex with a man. I don't think that's for me. And he looks me up and down and he says, huh, he must not like banging that much then. <laughs> that's one of the most incredible things anybody's ever said to me. Cause at first I got super defensive and I was like, I don't like banging that much. I don't like banging that much. And then I thought about it realistically, and I don't like banging that much. <laughs> I don't, I don't wanna have sex with a man. It sounds labor intensive, and I'm not into that. <laughs> you think about the things you do sexually to a man. Blow job, hand a job, rim job. <laughs> I've been working my entire life to not have a real job. You think I'm gonna get one so you can come? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Stuff you do to ladies is cool though. Like I eat out on my birthday, it's a good time. <laughs> I'm bad at sex, I'm bad at sex. So are most of you, though. That's how being good at stuff works. For every one LeBron James, there's a hundred of this guy. No disrespect, sir. I just don't think you can bang in the post like that. I get annoyed. Everybody hypes up sex. I think that we should glorify our other qualities. I have other great qualities. I'm an incredible friend. How come that never comes up when I have my dick in my hand? It's not the in and out of sex. I'm bad at it, I understand that. It's a pretty simple move. My issue with six is that I'm, I'm bad at multitasking. I'm not a good multitasker. That's not the way that God made me. Like I was having sex with a woman, she was real. And uh, <laughs> I was having sex with her and she wanted me to talk dirty. She was like, talk dirty to me. And I was like, no, <laughs> we've been talking all night. I was so good at talking, you let me have sex with you. Can I shut the fuck up for 15 minutes? <laughs> 10 minutes. 
Five minutes, don't joke. She made me keep going though. She was like, just say something, say something mean. Be mean. And I was like, I don't want to. And she was like, be mean. And I was like, okay, it smells in here. I think that your cat is sick and that we should have gone to my apartment. She didn't take that though. She didn't take it. Can you believe that? She wouldn't take it. She was like, just be loose, be free, just say whatever's crossing your mind. And I'm like, I'm a weird guy, you don't want that. And she was like, just do whatever. So I did, and I yelled, uh, hold the flex back, mama, I'm trying to get wiggly. <laughs> so you know, we're getting married. having a good time. This is my job now. This hasn't always been my job, though. I've had various other jobs. I used to work in an office. Are any of you guys office people? It's always like the saddest sound a crowd can make. You all sound like you're like six sick days away from suicide. And I get it, because office work is terrible. We can all agree there's only one highlight to office work. It's obviously cake day. It's the only thing <laughs> worth anything. I used to plan my days off around it. And I remember one time in my office, we were having cake day, and I was getting down doing my thing. Or like I was eating like people eat. And uh, <laughs> my boss comes up to me, she sees me, and she's like, David, I see you're enjoying the cake. Who wouldn't chocoholic right here? But you have to slow down and make sure there's enough for everybody. She said that to my face. <laughs> I'm confrontational, I'm not a punk, so I stood up and I was like, you know what? Fuck you, Linda! At the office Christmas party, you got drunk and made out with like eight interns. Was there enough for everybody to go around then? No, there was not, because I was ninth in line. <laughs> then I dipped my nuts in the punch bowl and walked out. <laughs> so I was unemployed for a while. <laughs> I like being unemployed. It's hard, though. You got to keep yourself busy. You got to find fun games to play when you're unemployed. Uh, my favorite game to play is I like to wake up real early. I wake up at like 6 o'clock in the morning, and I drink a bunch of alcohol and pretend I'm camping. <laughs> Why do you get to get so drunk when you're camping? Why is that allowed? Like 360 days of the year, your Uncle Jim is an alcoholic, but at the lake, he's just fun Uncle Jim who's gonna teach you how to ride a jet ski on land. <laughs> I like drugs sometimes. Not all of them, but most of them. Cocaine's funny. I think cocaine's funny. I just think... Doing cocaine to me is exactly like peeing your pants. Because when you do cocaine, much like when you pee your pants, for the first 30 seconds afterwards, your body's all warm, and you feel so good about that decision. And something deep down inside of you is screaming out, this is what I need to be doing right now! And then 30 seconds go by and you start to get cold. And then you realize that you're alone. And you're like, why did I do this on the bus?
I like smoking weed the best. That's my favorite drug. I worry that it's getting too strong, though. Weed is too good now. I don't like that. I smoked some weed the other day, and I got, like, super paranoid. Like, seventh grade, I'm in the basement, mom's upstairs type of paranoid. <laughs> like, three hits in, I was so paranoid, I had to stop doing my Sudoku puzzle <laughs> because it felt like I was helping write code for The Matrix. It's a weird place to be as a grown man. <laughs> Trying to get my mom to listen to rap music. She's not into it and it bums me out because my mom is more like a rapper than anyone I know. <laughs> she wears her hair in braids, she's hyper aggressive and she only drinks dark liquor. It should have happened by now. But she doesn't want to do it. She says, I don't like how they talk to me. I'm like, that's because you're listening to it like a nerd. Who, that's not how you listen to rap music. They're not supposed to talk to you. Then they all just sound like bad friends. <laughs> you got to listen to rap music in the first person because then it's the best music in the world. It's the most empowering thing there is. If I'm Nicki Minaj and my pussy's going to put your husband in a coma, this is the most powerful way you can feel. It's the most powerful way you can feel. And I've tried other types of music. I tried to listen to indie rock music for a while. Here's my question about indie rock music. Hey, young white men, why so sad? <laughs> That's how you feel. What the fuck chance do I have? <laughs> I never heard an indie rock song I wanted to hear right after I got paid. Like, I never got $500 and was like, Fleet Foxes, turn it up! <laughs> I love my mom a lot. She's from Africa. It's not that cool. I mean, it's cool that she's from Africa. When your parents are from another country, you can't have a hard life because your parents are from another country. <laughs> they won't let you. <laughs> I remember I was a kid and I was getting bullied and I told my mom because I'm a mark and uh, <laughs> I snitched, whatever, I snitched. I was like, oh, I'm on the bully at school. And she looked me in the face and she was like, I didn't have shoes till I was 12 years old. <laughs> I was like, bitch, who cares? Read the room. <laughs> also, you said that shoe shit when the power got cut off, it's starting to feel like deflection. I'm an animal lover, I'm a big time animal lover. <clears throat> I like dogs, any of you guys like dogs? I like dogs so much, I don't think we should own them. Dogs have terrible lives and nobody acknowledges it. Every dog you know has the worst life on paper. I was hanging out with my buddy and I was looking at his dog and I was just thinking about his life and his life is so terrible. This dog was born 
and then ripped away from his biological family to go live with strangers of a different species. And then when he hit puberty, they took him out to a farm to have sex with another strange dog, and they left three of the puppies with the mom because, you know, single moms can hold it down. And they took one and raised him with it as his brother. That's not a life, that's the plot to a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> And the dog hates it. He hates it, you can tell. Because my friend's mad disrespectful. He makes the dogs do tricks. And the dog's looking at him in his face like, for real? You're going to make me roll over for a piece of pepperoni right now? In front of my son? I'm 36 years old. Dogs have no ambition, and I get it. I get it. If you had made all my relatives have sex with each other until I was small enough to control, I would be down to live in a white woman's purse, too. It's a bad life for dogs. I like to Google racist shit in my free time. It's fun. Google's kind of like... It's kind of on the racist shit. I think they're kind of bullshit sometimes. I was Googling around and I found this out recently. Uh, apparently, according to Google, uh, black people get Down syndrome as much as white people. And you're not acting shocked, but you're all shocked. <laughs> Raise your hand if you've seen a white person with Down syndrome. Raise your hand if you've seen a black person with Down syndrome. Fucking exactly! That doesn't seem ridiculous to you! That doesn't seem like some type of white propaganda. And I'm thorough, so I Google image search black people with Down syndrome. And you know what comes up? One picture of a black guy with Down syndrome, probably the one you all saw. <laughs> one picture of an Asian guy with Down syndrome. And then a picture of the hit rapper Jadakiss. <laughs> there's only two conclusions you can draw from that. Either one, the internet might be slightly racially biased, or two, we have a terrible problem with undiagnosed Down syndrome in the black community, and I refuse to believe that about my people. <laughs> my mom hates that. I get kind of prejudiced sometimes, anybody you get prejudiced. I think if you're gonna be prejudiced sort of stuff, you gotta at least have a reason to do it because it happens to all of us, it happens to the best of us. Like for example, most of my life, growing up, most of my life, I hated Muslims. And that's just because my dad is one and I don't like that guy. <laughs> like if you'd asked me when I was a little boy, David, do you hate Muslims? Do you think they're terrorists? I'd have said, well, they certainly don't call you on your birthday. My mom loves that one. <laughs> I'm not a very smart man. 
I recently discovered that for all intents and purposes, I don't know the difference between science and magic. I get the idea, like you take something in science, like photosynthesis. I understand the idea behind it. Sun shines down on the plant, chlorophyll plant gets tall, but that sounds like witchcraft to me and I feel you should be burned at the stake for it. And I think that my issue was that I grew up watching that television show, The Magic School Bus. No! Don't you woo for that piece of shit show! It was a show about science with the word magic in the title. How was I supposed to learn anything? Because they didn't explain shit on that show. They were just like, hey kids, let's hop on this magical LSD bus. It's gonna spin around three times. Now we're inside the body of a 35-year-old man. That's not science, it's sex trafficking and it's a fucking crime. I watch a lot of television. Obviously. One of my favorite shows to watch on TV is The Wire. I like The Wire so much, it's such a good show. My only problem with The Wire is that like they got this big fat guy on there, right? And that's not the problem. I love to see my people on television. The issue is that this fat guy eats like an idiot and it makes me so mad. Like he'll be eating a cheeseburger like he's never had one before, right? And he's got pickles falling off onto his tits and he's licking mustard off of his fat wrists. And it bothers me so much because fat people don't eat like that. We don't eat like that. Like, what about this body type tells you that I don't eat efficiently? <laughs> you understand? If you give me two eggs, I will eat the eggs, the shells, the chicken they came from, burn down the coop and shoot the farmer. I don't fuck around. <laughs> Another one of my favorite shows to watch is Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I like that show, not because of the content so much. I just love that title. I think it's a gangster thing to say, like it's not his block or his street, it's his neighborhood. Like Mr. Rogers runs that bitch. Because you know who runs neighborhoods? It's the Crips, the Bloods, Mr. Rogers, and that's basically it. I feel like it sounds like a scary place to be, like at nighttime. Can you imagine being at Mr. Rogers' neighborhood at like four o'clock in the morning? They got hand puppets on the corner getting wasted. There's a pair of penny loafers hanging from a telephone wire. Somewhere. You imagine getting beat up in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood? Just a bunch of gangsters running up on you like, oh shit, this nigga can't make believe? I thought you knew the dress code was cardigan sweaters, homie. Hey guys, thank you so much. I'm David Boy. I really